Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor on this kind of kind of a cloudy day here in Dallas. So, kind of cold too, actually. Um, interesting stuff, though. Uh, as always, uh, it looks as if uh, t- you know, it looks as if finally um, Apple seems to be making its move, and so that's kind of cool. I mean, uh, you know, we're definitely definitely leading the Dow right now. And uh, I did put out a action. I did put out a chart school on that, so that's on YouTube, basically showing kind of you know the charts and how I'm going to be trading this. Um, you know, it uh, it it it's not as fast moving, of course, as Tesla, but you know, kind of a slow moving stock, but uh, but but good. All, all you know, all the all the while. So basically, let's uh, get into it with the charts. Um, the market's still in a confirmed uptrend, which is good. We're up about 1.05%, um, <clears throat> or about 130 on the uh, the NASDAQ. Uh, the S&P's up as well, and the Dow Jones is once again over that 3,000, that uh, that 30,000 uh, mark, which is so important. So that's kind of a that's kind of a good thing. You know, that's a kind of a good thing happening. Uh, at least uh, we still seem to have some some uh, some uh, you know some some pressure up upwards. I do think that you know we may see a Santa Claus rally. I hope we do. Uh, I hope we have a little bit of a Santa Claus rally. It would be nice if we did. Um, you know, and that seems like maybe that's setting up. Who knows? Um, so, just wanted to kind of show you the chart for the um, Nasdaq Composite. It's at twelve five sixty eight when this was taken just a few minutes ago, and it definitely is in an upward trend. So that indeed is a good thing, as you can see. It's sort of making that trend up. So we we had had a pullback. Uh, last week, and then I think we're starting to to turn the corner, hopefully, and 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 move upward. So that indeed is a good thing happening. Um, looking at the Qs, uh, and and basically the Nasdaq one, um, the um, the S and P, excuse me. Um, we are we are uh, moving up as well on the uh, on the S and P. So that indeed is good as well. A little bit off on the volume. Versus the 50-day moving average, but uh, 45, uh, 32 up, and about uh, 1.24. Again, um, you know, important news there, of course, is that uh, you know we're going to start to see on the 21st, we're going to start to see Tesla go into the S&P. So there may be some buying on there. That it moved up this morning, it pulled back, and you know, um, I did, I did do a small buy on Tesla this morning, not too significant. Um, but uh, you know it did pull back, so we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully I didn't jump the gun on that. My, um, you know, the key level on that is about um, is a is a is about six forty five to six fifty. I think if we get beyond that point on Tesla, then we're probably going to see it move higher. Um, you know, very uh, very important uh, uh, point as well that it's going to be going into the S&P 500 basically on the 21st. So there will be some institutional buying there. So that's a good thing. Um, also, wanted to show you Apple. Apple's made a nice breakout. Uh, well, not really a breakout, but uh, a move higher than a very, very key level. Of course, the key level being 125. It's currently 127.12. It's up $5 today, about 4%, which is, uh, you know, very significant in terms of uh, you know, in terms of things, I also um, did devote a, a chart school to that, and of course, that's available on the www the YouTube dot com the YouTube dot com slash Dallas Trading Floor website, and that just just went up here today. So you might want to check that out uh, as to how you know in a little more detail on the chart on how I'm buying that one currently. Just want to show you my current holdings. Uh, you know, and I, there has been a little bit of movement here. I'm still in Cloudflare. That's NET. Uh, I'm still in Tupperware, which is uh, it's up a little bit, but you know it's still kind of struggling there. I'm probably going to be selling Tupperware soon. Blink charging. I'm still in. It's up today, believe it or not. Progeny. It's up a little bit. Uh, this is a kind of a cool company. Of course, we, we're talking about Apple. Key point being, uh, you know, the key move being uh, 125. Uh, basically, I started uh, building a position right below about 120 as it was showing some strength. So I may, I may even uh, uh, double up on this position as well. Uh, Palantir is down a little bit, uh, but it's still holding about 25, 26, which is important. This one, um, this is the, uh, this is the, this is the uh, the Danish. Um, 
uh, biotech company. It's down a tad, just about 0.2. Hopefully that can hang on there and see it move to the to the upside. Um, Fiverr, uh, definitely uh, it's down a little bit, but uh, I did increase my um, my exposure to Fiverr just based on the last few days. So hopefully that will be moving up again uh, it, as it was before. Uh, Tesla's off of tad. It's a uh, it's uh, 635. Again, the, the key level on Tesla is about 645 to about 650. Uh, Twilio is down significantly today, so hopefully that doesn't hurt too much. And I did enter a position in NEO. Basically, NEO did a reversal, and I did, I did put a small, um, you know, one, one, one full position in the small portfolio. It's moved up about $2.45 today, so kind of cool uh, on that. Uh, that's sort of where I'm at in terms of of my, um, you know, of, of my, um, my holdings currently. So without further ado, let's, let's, uh, get some questions here and thanks for holding on. Uh, and let's see where we are standing. Okay. So let's see. Hi, Jim. I thought Neil was for the time being a no, no. What happened? Good question. Uh, what happened was a reversal. <laughs> What happened was a reversal. I want to kind of show you this reversal on NEO. I wasn't expecting this to happen, but um, you know, every now and again we get a reversal, and that is a opportunity. And I'm going to show you on the daily chart here because you can't really see it on the weekly. And uh, let's pull that up. Thank you for that. Um, basically, what happened here is that we were pulling back, we were pulling down, as you can see. Oops. Yeah, we were pulling down. And then we hit this low about thirty, uh, about thirty-nine. As you can see, then it made a reversal. This is the reversal candle right here. Okay, it made this reversal candle, and you can see it's up to the top of that reversal candle. It's not that easy to see on this chart, but it did make a reversal. So I decided to move into the stock on the reversal uh, today. And as you can see, I did move. Oh, it's moved down a little bit from where I bought it. I bought it at forty-three. 44. So that's kind of where I was at. I'm I'm kind of right even, you know. Hopefully it'll work. I'd I'd love this one for to work because when it, when this powers up, it can be pretty powerful. Um, still has a pretty good checklist. Seven out of nine, and we do have some funds coming into it, as you can see. So we have 528 funds. So that's terrific, in terms of in terms of the number of funds. It's just kind of give you an idea of how many funds have been moving into this one. There was some news on on uh, NEO in that, um, you know, they are going to be, uh, you know, you know they do have a deal in Europe to ship cars, so that's kind of cool. Uh, and the, these are the funds that are currently in it, and, of course, there's over 500 of these funds. So I did decide to take a little bit of a flyer, not a huge position. Again, it's in the small portfolio, so... Not as big as uh, you know, not as big as I normally normally would do on that. But uh, um, you know, let's see how it's kind of been trading on the 15-minute chart. Yeah, this is the 15-minute chart for um, you know for for Neo. So let's take a quick look at it. Yeah, it's it seems to be pulling back towards the you know pulling up towards the end of the day. You know, it pulled up and then back and then. But there was a huge buying activity here on this spike. Um, at the end of the day. So I think that, you know, we may have, you know, we may see some more action at above this 43, uh, at, at, at above about 43. I'm going to, I'm going to switch here to the, uh, 60 minute chart to give you kind of an idea of sort of, sort of where it's, uh, where it's traded basically, um, you know, for the last few days. So it's kind of moving up. And then I do believe, and I hope I'm right on this, that this is the, this is the beginning of a, movement to the upside you see it was it was trending down and then i do believe that this this uh would would shows the shows the turn so let's take a look at the chart yeah see this is it's kind of hard to see it in here because of these these candles are quite long but it does i do believe that there was a sort of a bottoming action here and then hopefully hopefully this is a change in direction we'll see if it is or not but Hopefully that's a change in direction on the candle, and if it is, then I think we'll start to retake that uh, that that uh, um, twenty-three uh, twenty-one day exponential line. That's what I'm hoping it happens. Anyways, we do have uh, we do we still very bullish relative strength is ninety-nine. We do have an upward trending, and this is what I look at: this upward trending um, 
uh, this, this uppercutting uh, relative strength line against the uh, the the uh, S and P. So hopefully I'm right. <laughs> hopefully I'm right on that. And we do have quite a bit of buying coming in there now. Not quite as much as before, but we do have some com- uh, some buying coming in there. So we'll see. We'll see if I jump the gun or not. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I didn't, and hopefully it's moving higher. Uh, looks like Apple is uh, on the buy zone now. Let's take a look at Apple. I did, um, you know, I've been in Apple for a while. Um, you know, I started building a position at about uh, 118. Uh, this is really, this is the first time I've really been in Apple seriously since the four for one split on uh, August 31st. So um, let's first look at the weekly chart to kind of give you an idea. It's going to be a little bit tough to see this on the weekly. Yeah, there we go. Um, it's in. You see, Apple's in this consolidation range here, and it seems to be. It seems to be. Seems to have made a turn. So, looking at the daily chart, I think we can get a kind of an idea. Uh, you know, idea on that. So, let's look at that daily. Yep, let's look at the daily chart for Apple to see if we have any kind of buy point. The the key level here was that right here at this 125.39. This is the this is the key level here and it did surpass that today as you can see it's it's moved up above that just slightly and uh, that's that's kind of was my signal that maybe it's time to get back into apple because it has broken the trend the trend was down here short term but it looks like it's moving to the upside so hopefully that's correct and it is 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 back on this back on this trend here that it had for quite a long time so hopefully that's the case and uh, if that is, I think we're probably good up until about uh, 137.59, so 58, excuse me. Uh, so that's kind of the that's that's kind of how I'm I'm looking at it in terms of the chart there for Apple. So I do still think, you know, I do still think there's time uh, to get in. It's a little bit extended more than I'd like it to be. Um, it's not really a buy point, but um, the the there's sort of a pseudo buy point. <laughs> pseudo buy point at about uh, 125.39. So hopefully that's about right. Um, okay, uh, question from TikTok. Can you talk about Palantir? Let's take a look at Palantir. And of course, I'm in Palantir. Symbol PLTR is the symbol for Palantir. Let's first of all look at the weekly chart to see if you know we've broken any trends or anything like that. We are down for the week uh, a little bit. We're about a uh, dollar for the week. As you can see, one point one dollar and one cent, or about three one percent for the week. As you can see, it's pulling back. It kind of seems to be making, um, you know, making a little bit of a stand here, right at about the uh, twenty, um, you know, right about the twenty-five, twenty-six dollar level. So that's currently where it is. On the daily chart, uh, it is pulled back a little bit, but it seems to be settling in hopefully to a sort of a trend this is kind of a trend line here we're hoping that that it's going to it's going to follow this this 21 day exponential now there's a little bit concerning for today as you can see the um the relative strength line is pointed downward that's not something we like to see so it's not probably a good day to acquire a palantir uh it's it's probably not a good day to acquire a palantir but uh i think overall Hopefully, it won't reverse downwards. I think it's going to continue on this line. So we'll see if it reverses higher. Now, the best place, obviously, to buy it is when it reverses. And uh, it's not quite there Not quite there yet. Um, I, did, uh, I did move a little bit back into the position when I was, when I was seeing the strength here. But we'll see if it, uh, if it holds that. Um, I have uh, there a tight stop loss. Basically, right at the uh, 21-day exponential, about 2360 is where I have my stop. So, that's that's sort of the st- the stop is basically right there. So, hopefully, it doesn't pull back too much more than this trend line. And if that's the case, then it will move. Hopefully, move higher. So that's kind of Palantir. Not a, not a really good tactically, not a really good place to 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 buy it today. But uh, I think it may be maybe uh, maybe good uh, later on. Hey Jim, what about RKT? I think this is Rocket Mortgage, I believe. Some of the mortgage companies have been doing really well. Actually, the mortgage company that you want to look at is called Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Strange name, but uh, but kind of a good uh, you know kind of a good stock there. 
Uh, Mr. Cooper is is one of the ones you want to look at. But let's take a look at uh, Rocket R K T. And of course, this is uh, old Quicken Loans. Uh, you know, this is this is this is this is old this is old Quicken Loans. I think. You know they had a they had an arrangement with um, Intuit I think for years and then to, but I think they've dropped in using their name. Now here's the here's the chart for um, for Rocket basically Rocket Mortgage. Let me pull this out of the way here so that you won't see that. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So we can you can actually see Rocket Mortgage's company. Um, don't really like this trend very much. Let's look at the weekly first, and then let's look look at the daily. Um, you know, it was a relatively new IPO, but it does not look like it has found it, it has found love. So basically, we are in a downtrend currently with Rocket Mortgage. So this is not a stock you want to buy, at least right, not right now. The relative strength is only ten on this. Not very, very good. We do have we we there are some bright spots. One of them, of course, is the the um, increasing sales are quite good, 156 for the last quarter. So that is indeed good. And of course, we have about 44% fund ownership in it, which is good. And we do have a positive cash flow. So all those are looking good. But I just do not like this trend. The trend is currently down. You know, it may have bottomed here. We may have seen it bottom. We're not sure yet. But in the IPO base, that's typically how it works. It will trade up, and then it will start trading down. And then if, it's, if things are going well, then it will start to trade up again. So it's just too early. Uh, we just don't, you know, the, the checklist is good, 7 out of 9. So that's very good. But, um, you know, and the funds are quite good in this. Uh, and we do have Fidelity Contra Fund in this, which is an excellent, excellent fund. Now let's see what other funds we possibly have in there. Remember, it's the funds typically that that uh, make a make a uh, stock go up. So the more funds you have, the better off you are typically. So we have some very good ones in here: Invesco, uh, Fidelity Contra Fund. Really like that TIA, Craft Large Cap. So everything is looking fairly good. I mean, it looks like the funds are. You know they're starting to you know acquire this, but the problem with this um, stock right now, Rocket Mortgage RK RKT, the problem with this right now is that it's just it it's on a downward trend. Okay, it's on it's on this downward trend, which we don't like. It's got a low relative strength, and it looks like its volume is actually on a downward trend. So. Here's the thing I would recommend on this. You know, this might be a watch list, but it is definitely not a buy for right now. So you don't really want to be in this. If you've lost more than seven percent in this one, it's probably a good time time to possibly, you know, I don't know, cut your losses. Uh, I'm not saying that it's going to be a loser for you know forever, but for right now, we want to buy them. We don't want to. We kind of just want to come in to the stock as it's as it's making a higher high, as it's starting to be. Um, you know, starting to be more seen on the on the scene. So, uh, with Rocket Mortgage, I think you're better off at least waiting and possibly uh, watchlisting it for a little bit of time before you get back in. So, I don't recommend it right now. Um, less than 15 minutes. <laughs> less than 15 minutes, and here he goes live. Ah, okay. Well, thank you, thank you for that. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, you're going to see it. Uh, Kay Thomas, uh, hi Jim. Thank you for everything you do. Hey, I appreciate that. I got in uh, to AMD and making money right on, and I'm looking at uh, Canadian Solar and FCAU Fiat Chrysler. Interesting. I haven't looked at Fiat Chrysler for a while. Let's look at FA FACU a little bit. Um, these the the legacy automobile companies. You know, I'm just I don't know, but I'd want to look at the chart for F for F FCAU. Uh, FCA, you, yeah, Fiat Chrysler, uh, and of course this one was one. Of the, oh, look at that! Well, that's okay. That's not that's not necessarily bad. Okay, so let's so, so let's let's look at that. Uh, you know, let's see if, um, you know, there's there's what there is to see there. So, okay, it's not bad. It has an eighty. It has a relative. It has a relative strength rating of eighty six. That's not bad. And this is the, what they call the golden cross. So this is actually very good. Uh, the the 40-day line went above, as you can see, the 200-day line. This You don't want to buy anything below the 200-day line. But now that we've come above the 200-day line, we might have something there. 
uh, we're starting to see some profits. That's very nice. There was a bit of a loss in the January uh, 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 quarter, but in the June quarter, excuse me, and but in the September quarter, we're starting to pick up some profitability. So that's kind of looking not bad, actually. And we also have increased, it looks like, well, we're not increasing, but we do have quite a few funds in there. So let's kind of look at the checklist. It's got seven out of nine, which is quite good. And we do have increasing fund ownership. Let's just see kind of its competitors, if we can look at our competitors. Now, it looks as if, this is very interesting, of course, Tesla is in there, and we've already covered that. Neo, of course, we've already covered that as well. Not quite as good at EPS rating. Um, you know, this one this one might be very good. So at 1725 I think this is a, definitely a watch list. I'm not saying I would necessarily buy this right now because right now I don't see a really good buy location on this one. Because as you can see, the, the the last time that we had we had a buy point was basically back here in about September, where we had a stage one thirteen fifteen. But you know, this one this is actually not good bad. Uh, Fiat Chrysler uh, F C A U. Now the question is, where would I buy this thing? Well, I don't know, but uh, it seems to be moving very nicely up this. Um, you know, up this uh, this this line here, uh, the the ten day uh, the ten day exponential. So I I think you would actually buy this at sixteen. Wow, wow. So I actually I am I'm actually very impressed. Okay, thank you very much for thank you very much for uh, bringing that to my attention. I hadn't really been looking at uh, at Fiat Chrysler, but I think that you know that one might be, you know, might be viable. Let's let's take a look at uh, AMD. And uh, I got, you know, AMD is a is a funny one. You know, I got shaken out of it, but it looks like it's up today. So, yeah, I think this is a quality company all the way around. The last buy point, of course, uh, you know, and I think you were right in the buy zone when you bought it, which is excellent. Um, the last buy point on the uh, double bottom, the stage uh, four double bottom, 88.72. So I'm glad you're making money in this one. Definitely time to, to ride this one up. Now, here's the thing about this, K. Just start moving your stop loss up. As this thing moves higher, and eventually it'll pull back, but you'll be you'll be you'll you'll, be, you'll have made some good profit. So that's excellent. The fact that you are making good money on Fiat Chrysler. So so let's take a quick look at another one that you're recommending, and that's CSIQ, which is Canadian Solar. So let's see if I can. Well, let's see. Um, CSIQ, is that right? There we. go. Go Canadian Solar, beautiful. All right. Well, this one doesn't look bad either. You've got, got some good stock picking here. Yeah. Okay. So this is not bad. I like the I like the formation of this. Uh, Ninety three on the on the relative strength. I'm liking that. We were, you know, we we are seeing some sales growth. That is that is good. Um, you know, the question is, where could you buy this? Well, it seems like it's just marching up this. This uh, this forty five day long uh, the the forty day line, about the only way you could buy this one, it's not really a good place to buy it. Unfortunately, about the only place you could buy it would be a pullback to this forty day line. If it pulled back to thirty, if it pulled below thirty nine, and then reverses, may, then you possibly could buy it. Right now, we're a little bit extended at forty two seventy five. So, if you bought it here, you're it probably is going to settle down a little bit lower. It looks as if we're getting a little bit of consolidation in here. So, I really it need really to be to be really super duper viable. You either have to buy it as it reverses below this 40-day line or as it moves above this uh, almost 50-day line. So, you would have to move to about 46 beyond that to buy it or pull back and then reverse a below about 39. But interesting, interesting stock. Um, let's kind of take a smell test on it. Uh, it's got a very nice, um, very nice uh, checklist. Seven out of nine. I'm liking that. And we have very, you know, pretty good, pretty good ownership. It's an increasing fund ownership. So, you know, this is a watch list. I wouldn't buy this one right away, but this is not a bad stock either. Thank you, Kay. Thank you very much for for sharing that. That's those are those are two very very interesting, good stocks. So let's see. Um, let's see. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to try to answer some of the for some people on TikTok. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, what percentage of cash 
should one sit on in case of a crash? Well, um, okay. You basically, here's how it works, um, and that's a and that's a and that's a good and that's a good question. If um, you know, basically, the way a crash works is that the market is going to going to move from a confirmed uptrend to an uptrend under pressure to a market in correction. Now, what do I mean by that? A market correction is when the indexes, typically the, the typically the S and P 500, falls more than 10 percent. So currently we are in a um, we are in a up we are in a currently we're in a um, um, we're we're in a we're in a confirmed uptrend. Okay, now if you watch my show, one of the first things that I show you, and I probably haven't been I haven't been showing you this as much as I probably should. The first slide, typically that I that I put up on the screen. Is a little slide like this, and I'll show you. I'll show you this in just a second here, when I get it up. There we go. Okay, and as you can see, when I first come up every day, I show a little arrow here. This arrow means that the market is in a confirmed uptrend. When the market is in a confirmed uptrend, you can invest up to 100% of your portfolio. Now, when the market changes, you will see a little yellow arrow. It'll be up, but it'll be a yellow arrow. And that means that the market is under um, is under pressure. The best thing to do when you see um, uh, that is to go to fifty percent cash and fifty percent uh, in stocks. Now, if you see a down arrow, a red arrow, then you want to go all cash and wait for another confirmed uptrend. So currently, um, the best thing to do is to set your stop losses at seven, approximately seven percent down from where you bought. Your stock, so that if they pull back, you're sold out, and also you 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 can be up to 100% in cash. Now, currently, I am not 100% in cash. I do have a, I am I am uh, I'm not fully invested currently uh, in some of my portfolios. I'm about 75% invested currently. So hopefully that that that, that will answer some of your questions uh, on on how what to do and how much to cash to have in the market. Okay, so uh, great question on Rumorful 100. That's Walmart WMT. Let's take a quick look at Walmart. You know, and of course, WMT is uh, you know is quite the company. Uh, and let's see if there's see how it's doing currently. So first of all, we're going to go to the uh, you know look at look at the the weekly chart to see kind of if we have the general direction that we like, and it looks as if we do. Yeah, we do. We are a little bit under pressure. As you can see, this this relative strength line, this this blue line here, it is somewhat pointed down. That's we don't like seeing that. That is that is not necessarily good. Now this is a retail stock, so um, you know. But 52, this is a little bit lower than I like to buy them. Also, we can see in the last few days we've had some selling action here. So I'm not liking this. We do have some very good sales growth, though. You know, Walmart just keeps pump, pumping it out. It's amazing. Um, you know, but the question is, can we buy this thing? Well, let's look at the let's look at the the daily chart. This is not kind of the chart I'm wanting to see. There was a buy point here, but it was a failed buy point on this consolidation at one fifty one thirty three. What happened is it moved up to that, and then unfortunately did not have enough power to move higher. It, would, it was it was going that way, <laughs> and then unfortunately not enough power, and then it started this downward trend. If it reverses. Currently, it's at the 40-day line. This is a key key indicator here. Now, if it if it if it continues on the way it's going, which is down, this is going to go lower, uh, a lot lower. But my guess is, hopefully, it will it will rebound. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy Walmart right now because of this trend. The trend is down on this. We might see the next stop is this line here, and that is the 200-day moving average. Now, probably. It will bounce on the 200-day as it did here. You can see how it bounces on that 200-day, and then when it comes through the 200-day, it's going to move higher. But currently, right now, Walmart, the trend unfortunately is downward. As you can see, this is a sort of downward trend. Yeah, it's a downward. It's a downward trend. So it's not time for Walmart right now. We have a downward trend. Maybe you want to watch list it, but uh, it's not a good time to be in in Walmart. It's just not. It looks like it's headed lower. 
uh, at least from what I can tell. Um, all right. By the way, okay. By the way, Apple looks really interesting. Can we expect 137 soon? Okay, well, let's look at the Walmart, the, the Apple chart again. You know, and Apple was, Apple has been asleep since, um, you know, since August 31st when it split four for one. I mean, that's the last time I was in it. Again, if you've been watching this channel any amount of time, you'll know that, um, you know, coming into the five, four for one split, I was recommending, you know, people sell their stock accumulate the stock, let it ride up, and then sell it right before the 4 for one split. And that's indeed what happened. It really didn't give any buying opportunities. This is the first real great buying opportunity that we've seen since about, uh, since about um, uh, August. And I do think this is potentially of quite a good buying opportunity for uh, Apple. Now, as you can see, this is the consolidation here. It, 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 it is consolidating. Where those little dotted lines are, as you can see. Let's go to the daily chart to kind of see when we might expect it to be up to this 137 level. My guess is if it stays in this channel, and this is the channel here that I'm drawing. Let's see if I can get a good drawing on the channel. Okay, quite about like that. Um, it looks as if we're looking about mid-January is when we should expect it to be potentially at this level. Now, more than likely what's going to happen with Apple is it's going to move up and then and then it's going to move down <laughs> and then it's going to bounce on the channel and it's going to move up. You see what I'm saying? You see how this is kind of kind of what I'm trying to show here? It'll move down, it'll bounce on the channel and then it'll move up. It's sort of like a a a, a curly cue, uh, sort of like a snake here. It'll go down and then it'll go up, but it will go in within that channel. So I do expect to see it reaching the 137 level probably by about the January 20th time frame. Who knows? It's it's tough to say that it would be the, exactly that time. And this is just if it doesn't break trend here. But based on this trend currently, it's 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 moving up and then it should stabilize, come back down a little bit, and then move up and so and so forth. So I suspect probably mid-January is a time we might see um, you know, we might see uh, Apple is as high as um, 730, as, uh, <laughs> 137. Now, the thing about uh, Apple, it tends to be a little bit different because it's so widely held. It's one of the most widely held stocks out there. But I do think they're going to have a very good Christmas season and very likely they're going to move higher. Okay. Um, quite, okay. So let's see. Um, TBIQ. Hmm, is it a buy right now? Let's look to see what we have there with uh, TBBIQ, uh, IO, excuse me, TBIO. And that's Translate Bio. Yeah, this one was very, it's been very hot. I, I can't really give you, let me look at the weekly chart. Yeah, this one, this one may be, yeah, this may be ready to go. Is it a buy right now? Well, it's, it's a speculative buy right now because we've had this. You know, we had this tremendous spike here. Um, oops, let me get that. There we go. We have had this spike here, and we've exceeded that level. So that's so that's very bullish. Um, the question, and I do like buying at higher highs. So let's look at the chart. Wow, this has got a very good checklist. Eight out of nine. I'm liking that. Um, we also have very strong, and we do have some very good funds in there. Mutual funds are piling in. I do believe that this one looks like. It, it it potentially is a buy now. Now it's a little bit extended. I really would like to have, you know, bought it at about uh, you know twenty two. It's at twenty seven. So I do think it's a little bit extended. I'd like to see it move down a little bit. We're not at a really good buy point, but um, but it, it's look. But it is a good. It is it is a very very good stock. So I think that um, if it pulls back and reverses maybe at about 25 you could buy it you could actually buy it now but you're buying it a little bit extended and if you do buy it right now it's probably going to pull lower so before before it continues moving up so that's a little bit of a a little bit of a danger when it comes to uh, translate bio all right so Apple on the weekly chart seems to be is going to explode. Well, I don't know about explode, but yeah, I do think it's going to move higher. I, I do think we're going to see some nice action with Apple. And that's and I've been trying to build my position for this very reason because I do think that uh, you know, we're getting close to where it possibly could 
break out of a pattern. That would be very nice. Uh, it really has to. It really has to move above that 137. Uh, 98 uh, area for it to really really move but it but it's looking good I mean the daily chart is 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 very nice um, you know it's definitely something I want to see and we definitely have you know uh, we we had this this short-term low here at about 112 it looks as if we are have a nice channel forming which I really like to see you know we have a very we have a nice channel forming so that is the general looks like that's the general direction up for it, uh, as long as we can continue above this level, and we did on 125, and we're at 127.88, up six dollars. So it's it's moving quite nicely today, uh, and I do think it's still a buy. It's an 82 relative strength, which, uh, you know, 80 is my minimum. Uh, 80, 80, 80 is my minimum. But we do have this this line here, this indicator line here, and it is pointed upwards. So that is a very very good sign. 82 relative strength. Heavy volume right now. Uh, by the way, this is an exponential volume here. So if it moves above this red line, that means it's exponentially more. So this isn't actually; these aren't; these are almost equal in terms of volume because it's an ex, This is a logarithmic scale, not a, a absolute scale. So it's one thing you want to know. Anytime you pull above this line, that's showing heavy volume. So we've, this is a buying spike. Very very good. And I think that hopefully we're going to go higher. Let's look. That's kind of what it's looking like uh, here. So I still think you're in a buy range for Apple. You don't want to. You don't want to wait a little bit too long because I think uh, you know if it moves about above about 130, I think it's going to be more much a little bit too extended. But uh, I think right now I think it's uh, it's a good one. Um, take a look at AMD. Is it is it still a buy right now? You know AMD. I tell you, I have been. Um, I have tried to buy and sell AMD for a long time. I am not the best. There are certain certain stocks that I do well with. AMD is one of the stocks that I have been trying to buy forever, and it I just doesn't seem like it it, it wants to play ball. But it it has pulled above the the pivot. It's looking nice uh, on this this ten uh, day line. Um, is it is it viable here? It's a little bit extended. Uh, you know, really about the top of that pivot was, you know, was about 94. Uh, it's not 97.12 right now, up $2.34. So it's doing well. Um, you know, really the, the key level here, as you can see, was this this high that it made at 34, uh, 34, uh, sorry, 94, 94.28. It made it back in um, in basically the end of August. And then it sort of has this 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 um, double bottom pattern here as I'm drawing in here, and then it's moving higher. Now a double bottom pattern is a very very good chart pattern. So, is it still viable here? It's a little extended. You could buy it here. I wouldn't buy a full position. I'd only buy a half position on that. But yeah, looking really good on on AMD. Uh, looking looking really really good on AMD. All right, so. Let's take another question. Uh, thank you for this, Mr. Patel. Yeah, what about CRM? Of course, this is Salesforce, and uh, um, they just acquired uh, Slack, which is the symbol W-O-R-K, W-O-R-K. Um, so they, the, but they, I don't really like their chart all that much. Let's kind of take a look at the weekly here, and uh, it looks as if. Yeah, it looks as if we have, you know, we are just, we're not, the trend is downwards. We do have a 61 relative strength. I'm not really liking that. Um, yeah, and we don't, you know, this is our high here. Uh, we did have a, we, we did have a pivot, you know, at about 270.16, uh, uh, but we've pulled lower than that, and the trend is currently downwards. Not the time to be in the stock. You know, here's the thing. If you've lost more than seven percent on this one, probably a good time to cut your losses on this one. Um, you know, I cannot recommend CRM right now. Uh, I mean, I think in the past this would have been a great one, but I think right now, you know, CRM probably isn't the stock for you uh, right now. I just don't, I just don't like it in terms of the chart. So uh, let's see, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Anderson. Let's see. 
Uh, Jim, uh, canceling training is working. Great. Yeah, it is. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, do you also? Yes, I do. I absolutely. I do cover calls all the time, Matt. And I'm going to probably be doing some chart schools on that. Um, this is a great way to trade. It's a great way to hedge your position. This is how I, I've been trading. You know, for you know quite a few years. Very, very good way to go. But canceling does work, and um, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's definitely something to learn. It's a great life skill. Uh, to learn. So thanks for that shout out. I really appreciate it. Um, what are your thoughts about Apple this week? Uh, I have a, th- a 118 call due. Okay, well, uh, did you sell it or did you buy it? If you bought it, boy, I would I would exercise that call. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't sell that thing away. I'd buy it. I'd, I'd exercise that call. I'd buy the 100 shares. Uh, if it's a 118, I think that's a really good price. I, I that's what I would do. Uh, you know, that's that's what I do now. If you don't have the money, of course, you're going to have to sell it. But uh, if you bought the call, now if you you know if you sold the call, eh, a little bit different. But uh, if you own that call, I would buy that. I would buy that call out. I would I would buy it because you know immediately when you buy it, you're gonna you know you're gonna pick up probably, I don't know, um, you know you're you're gonna you're gonna probably pick up some real good money on that. You know maybe uh, at 127 the 118 call will give you you know it'd be worth. About nine hundred dollars, so that's pretty darn good. I would buy the I would buy the uh, the underlying stock if I had a one eighteen call on on uh, Apple. I think that's that's terrific. Um, thoughts on Palantir? I bought it yesterday at twenty eight twenty eight. Please advise. Hold. Okay, Palantir. I'm also in Palantir. I do have I do have an option against it though. Uh, covered call PLTR. I think Palantir long term is going to is going to do well. It's pulling back today a little bit. It's very very volatile. You know that's the thing about these these relatively newish stocks like this. And this has only been out really for about three months. Um, you know they're a little bit harder because of the fact that you know they're just more volatile and they just aren't held by as many people. But I still like a lot of things about this. We've got a relative strength of ninety eight, so that's really good. We do to at least for today we do have a downward trending. Uh, relative strength line, so that it's probably not the best day to buy it today, obviously, because we're down here a little bit. Um, but it seems like it's 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 still pretty strong. It's basically marching up this this line here. This is the the ten day, uh, the the ten day line. So if we extend this ten day line up, I do think that we're going to get you know we're going to get some motion, at least uh, in towards the end of um, in end of the end of the month. At least to probably 30, 30 or thirty-two. Uh, that's kind of what it's looking like here. But you know, who knows? Um, if I bought it at twenty-eight, twenty-eight, I would probably be a holder because we're only at twenty-six of forty. Now, here's what you want to do with that: you want to set your stop loss at basically the the twenty-one day line. So that would be right about here. That's where you want where you want to set your stop loss. So. If if I'm going to set an alert there, to for for Palantir basically at the 21 day uh, at the 21 day line, and that is going to be basically right at about 23.64. So you don't want to let it go lower than 23.64. Uh, that's going to probably be your best stop loss. But I do think you should hold it for a while. It is trending higher, and I do think. Uh, you know we're going to see some some good action on it. Let's look at the checklist. It's fallen down a little bit on the checklist. It's still six out of nine, so it does meet my minimum cr- criteria for the checklist. We do have a lot of funds that are moving in. There's 69 funds. This thing started with like 50 funds, which is absolutely incredible. And as you can see, there's a lot of funds in it. Now, why do I concentrate so much on the funds? Well, the reason I do is because it's the funds that really move a stock, not individual investors. You know, the more funds that you have in something, the better off you're going to be, because that's showing a lot of strength. And this is these are the funds that are currently in it. It's just a lot of funds there. So a lot, a lot, a lot of funds, a lot of very, very good funds here, like uh, Vanguard Total, um, uh, Total Stock Market Mid, Mid Index. So some of these are very good funds. So my recommendation on that, if I were at 28, I would set my stop loss at about 23, and I'd hold the stock. And see what it does. I do think it's going to go higher. Um, all right, hi Jim. Still holding AMD, six percent up. Nice. CrowdStrike, eight percent up. Excellent. Should I keep holding them? <coughs> Here's what you should do, Mister Sid. Push your stop loss up to where it's about 
3% below the prices that they're currently at and just and just keep pushing them up eventually you're going to eventually the stock is going to come back down but you're going to be up and you're going to be you're going to profit from that so i think that that is a you know that that is potentially a a very very good place to be in right now uh so that's what i would do i would set my stop losses tight on both of those and uh, just move right up all right so wendy hey um periscope is moving <laughs> moving to twitter really uh okay wow okay <laughs> i guess my i guess my twitter thing is probably going to end oh well but i thank you for that very much wendy hope everything is well with you up there in beautiful calgary canada all right. So, are you still holding uh, Moder- seller hold Moderna? Boy, you know what? The story stocks are tough. What I mean by the story stocks are stocks that are based not necessarily uh, on every, you know, on, on basically one thing. And of course, Moderna is one of the companies that has developed the coronavirus vaccine in record time. I might add, um, and it is. Uh, Along with Pfizer, they're the ones that are basically in it. Now, the problem with this is, you know, it may be a one-trick pony. Now, these, this company stands to make a ton of money from the coronavirus thing. But, you know, it's, it's just a very tough, you know, it's, it, it, a lot of things have to happen for that to happen. Uh, it's still got a relative, rel- great relative strength at 99, and we definitely have a lot of acquisitions in it. And we have, look at these, look at, look at these sales. They're just going way up. Uh, on, in a growth stock, you always want to see sales more than more than profits. Obviously, eventually you want to see profits, but it's the sales that really, really, really move it. Uh, it still has a it's, it still has a negative cash flow, so it's still essentially a um, you know a non-revenue company. But look at this number of funds that have come into it. Tremendous. Um, here's the problem with this on a short-term basis. As you can see, it looks like it may have topped out. You can't tell here. But this, this, it may have, it may have topped out here, and it may be, it may be on headed down. This is the weekly chart that we're looking at here, by the way. Uh, and and for the week, it's off, not a lot, only twenty one, only seventy one cents, so not a whole lot. Let's look at the, let's look at the daily chart. Yeah, we're definitely starting to see. It looks like we're sitting at a little bit of a, you know, this has looked like sort of the top, and then now we're, now we're in this downward motion so it's think i think it's this a this is a, a a tale of you know um buying rumor selling news now that now that the vaccine's out i don't think it's going to get quite the sponsorship that it is if you're in the stock i'd consider possibly selling it at this point um just because i don't i don't know if it's the you know if it's if if it's reached its peak at least in the short term but that's what it's looking like to me so that's uh my story, Demetrius, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, that's what it looks like to me, anyways. Let's look at Baba. Of course, Baba is one of the biggest, um, uh, you know, it is the biggest e-commerce company in China. Alibaba. People call this sometimes the, um, you know, the Chinese uh, Amazon. But this isn't really like Amazon because, you know, factories sell directly to, um, you know, to, to wholesalers with with Alibaba. Here's the thing I don't like about Alibaba. As a matter of fact, the Chinese stocks in general, Arnold, have been under a lot of pressure. There's there's a lot of pressure in China to rein in some of the exuberance, and um, so they're you know they may be in for some heavy heavy weather soon. But one thing I don't like about this is that it looks like we have changed direction with um, with Alibaba. We were we were moving very nicely upwards. You know, we got here to about. Um, yeah, we came we came to about the end of September, and then I mean the end the end of um, um, November, and then you know starting kind of in December, it's sort of been it's sort of been a downward slog. So I don't like seeing this. Um, you know, I would it's not a buy right now. Uh, it it, it probably if it pulls below this, it looks like it. You know, it may pull below the 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 200 day line and then and then move higher if that's the case you want to buy it as it's moving as it bottoms and then it comes back right now i don't think it's bottomed yet i think it's probably going to come down to somewhere around looks like about 230 and then if it bounces off at about 230 then it might be a buy but right now i don't think you can buy this it's got a relative strength of 42 which is not that good uh it does have increasing sales very nice increasing sales 
The checklist is also, you know, acceptable, six out of nine, but it's not nine out of nine. Uh, and it does have quite a few funds in it, but they are decreasing. So here's the thing. I would, I would, I would kind of, I might want to watch this BABA, but I would probably be steering clear of BABA at this point. Um, it just looks like it may have gone through its run. And, um, you know, it may be, you know, maybe time for it to rest a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, hey, Arnold. I, this is an interesting one. Thank you so much, um, Arnold. I appreciate it. Hope everything's going out well for you out there in beautiful Southern California. Uh, WYNN, of course, this was uh, the original Wynn Resorts in, in Las Vegas. You know, and, of course, they made Steve Wynn resign. So he's no longer the chairman. But... Um, but this is an interesting play. Now, it's a little bit too speculative for me right now. It's got a relative strength. It's a little bit too low. Part of the problem with these stocks right now is that they depend, of course, on Macau, which is the, um, you know, which is the gambling uh, mecca, kind of the Las Vegas of Asia, uh, across the Pearl River there from Hong Kong. And the problem with that, of course, is that, uh, you know, the Chinese, the, the, the CCP, the, the Chinese Communist Party, has cracked down on graft in the country. And so not as many people are going and uh, gambling at the Wynn Casino in Macau. Wynn makes most of its money still. Uh, it, it, even though it's based in Las Vegas, it does make an awful lot of money in China. And that has not, hasn't been looking good. But it looks like, you know, the trend may be changing for win. So let's look at it. This might be an early buy, but right now it's not. But it is, but it is trading above the 200-day. I like to see that. Uh, it, it's a relatively low relative strength at 69. It's been having lower uh, a quarter over quarter sales have been quarter over quarter, quarter over quarter sales have been have been low. This is sort of the daily chart. But as you can see, it's made this it's made this move. So you know, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's a strange thing. What oh, is that? Is that no? It's T Rex. I given you the wrong one. Let me go back to when. <laughs> w Y N N. That was uh, I I made a little bit of a fat finger there. Um. So it looks as if you know we we do have a, we we do sort of have the beginning of an uptrend here. There is a power, there is a pivot on it right here at uh, you know at one o five. Uh, 93. We're at 114.10. We're up six dollars today, which is a lot. Um, you know, I just don't know if we can buy it at this level. I just don't know because there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of factors. I would probably watch this this one. It just isn't strong enough for me. Four out of nine on the checklist, and it does have decreasing fund ownership. So I would have to pass. Unfortunately, I like I, you know I like when I like the whole idea behind it. But it's just not time for it. It looks like it's a pass for me on, um, you know, on that. All right. So, Jimmy, the only histogram at the weekly histogram for Apple. Hmm, okay. Well, let me come back to that in a second. Um, last week, you missed uh, ETHE. It moved a lot today. Thoughts? E, let's take a look at ETHE. All right. ETHE. There we go. Oh, okay. This is the Grayscale Ethereum Trust. Okay, this is what this is. Uh, Ethereum is is sort of the companion to Bitcoin, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people. This is this is uh, this is a good company, Grayscale, uh, and they have. I don't know how much of the of the Ethereum that they hold. This is sort of <coughs> this is sort of the. Next to Bitcoin, this is one of the biggest of the cryptocurrencies out there. It's a little bit too early for this one, unfortunately. It's just because it's just a brand new thing. I'm not dogging this at all. I'm just saying, you know, it's just come out. So I typically like to see things come out and give me a little bit of history. But this is not a bad history as it's come out. As you can see, it's already starting to move up. It's 69, still too low to buy it. And it's still too short a period of time. But we do have a nice trend developing there. Let's compare that. To, um, to GB, GBTC, and that's of course the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and and they hold about four about four percent of the um, they they um, they hold about let me get that right GBTC they hold about four percent of the Bitcoin. So let's see how they're doing today. You know what? They're up two dollars and sixty five cents. Um, you know this. I still like this one a lot. I I, I was in it uh, and I and I, 
you know, I, and I moved, I moved out of it. But um, you know, this is, I think, the one you want rather than the one for Ethereum. I think this one's a little bit, a little bit better. The buy point, of course, the last buy. And there's not really a good place to buy this. The last buy point was at fourteen seventy-eight. It's currently at twenty-three twenty-six. But this is, you know, this is looking pretty darn good uh, over a period of time. This is the weekly chart that we're looking at here. It's up about two point six five for the week. Let's look at the daily. Um, you know, and it looks like it has bounced off of the 21-day, so that's looking good. We have a very nice, strong relative strength, 96. We also have a point, an upward-pointing uh, relative strength uh, line, and it's above that, so that's very, very good. By the way, this, this, this is the S&P 500, and the fact that this is trading above it shows you something very, very good. Also, we have some nice volume there. So, if if uh, you know, unfortunately, we don't really have a great place to buy this one, um, but I do think you could buy it on a pullback, you know, to this 21-day line. Of course, that was about 21, but at 23, it's a little extended for me. I don't really like to see it that high, but uh, I do think it's, uh, you know, I do think it's doable. And it does have a decent checklist, and this is an ETF too, by the way, which makes it even more impressive because typically, uh, with an ETF, you have less things to. You know, less less things there. So, if uh, on the Ethereum trust and the and the Bitcoin trust, I think you're still better off with the GBTC. Uh, but I think they're both good. I think cryptocurrencies, you know, is going to find a home in more and more people's portfolio uh, going forward. And uh, this company, Grayscale, is a good way to buy it. Um, looking at the um, at TikTok, thank you very much. Uh, oh, hey, thank you. Um, Okay, let's see. When would you buy Tesla? I did make a small buy on Tesla. I have to admit, I bought a buy as it moved above uh, six fifteen, and then I did make a buy when it went above um, when it, at, at uh, six forty five. Probably not a good idea, uh, but I'm trying to build my position because I do believe that once it goes beyond six fifty, Tesla will again uh, move higher. But uh, you know, I could have been a little bit too early in that one. Yeah, it's 6:33. It looks like eh, it's gonna. It's you know, it's gonna close at about 6:33. So, let's kind of look at the the the. Uh, let's look at the 15. Let's look at the 10 minute chart for Tesla for today. Yeah, okay. So it's hanging in there. It did pull back very. You know, on uh, the ninth, it pulled back all the way down to to 5:70. So it's very volatile. But um, you know, 6:30. The my the real level, I believe that. Uh, it has to move beyond to make newer higher highs is about this level here, and that is the 650 level. We're a little bit below that, so I may have been a little bit too early on my buy there. I made a buy uh, at this level here, and then uh, right about, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, right about here, <laughs> that's where I bought it, and then it went right down. To, but hopefully it, it gained some strength. This is the key level for Tesla, 650. If it moves beyond that and it has uh, strength, I think it's probably going to go higher. Um, I was saying that you know 700 by the end of the year for Tesla. I don't know if that's that's going to happen. We're pretty close, but uh, it's going to have to move above. Uh, uh, it's going to have to move pretty rapidly above 650 for that to happen. But I do think that's uh, going to happen in the next few months. Um, all right, what are your thoughts on Snow? This is a very interesting stock because even though it has relatively low, um, relatively low. Um, Relative strength. It, everybody has been, a lot of funds have been piling into this one. And I kind of want to show it to you. This is, of course, Snowflake. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <coughs> this is, of course, Snowflake. Let's take a look at the chart for Snowflake and see if there's any opportunities. You know, when this came out of the box, it came out hard, as you can see. It went right up and then, boom, pulled right back down. The first buy point on this one really was at 301. And uh, we are higher than that currently now at 328, but we are still pulling back. So let's see if we get some support at about 301 level. If we do, then we might have the beginnings of possibly a buy. But right now we can't do it because, um, you know, since the pivot, we've had selling. That's what this says. But here's the thing about <laughs> about this stock that's so fascinating. Uh, even though we don't have a great checklist, we're only five out of nine here. Um, we have 
all these funds that are piling in here. We have 540 funds. This is incredible for an IPO. So I do know that going forward, this is going to be a winner, Snowflake. The question is, where can you buy it? And it's just not time yet to buy it. I want to see a little bit stronger relative strength. It's at 69. I want to see at least 80 on this. Um, but, you know, just look at these funds. It's just tremendous how many funds are in this. It's just, uh, it's just it's phenomenal in terms of the funds. There's 540. I mean, there's just, I, I can't even show you all of them. And and these are these are great funds too, like Franklin Growth and you know funds like that. So, you know, I think we're just going to have to watch list it. We're going to I'm just going to have to put an alert on this, Jerry. Um, I really appreciate the question. I'm going to be trying to get into this to this issue. I'm currently not in it. Uh, I I would like to be. I just haven't found a place to 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 uh, put my oar in the water. Well, we've come to the end of the hour, and I so appreciate everybody um, for you know taking a look today. Uh, at uh, my little show, and um, I did put out an action trade alert. Well, it's not an action trade alert, uh, chart school on um, how to buy um, Apple today. I, d- I put that out a little bit earlier. You might want to take a you, you might want to take a look at, at over at that. Um, you know, we do have uh, a lot of other things too. If you want to get on the free action trade alerts, super easy to do. You know, all you have to do is go over to um, you know subscribe. Um, on YouTube at youtube.com slash Trading 4 and then to get the action trade alerts, go to Trading 4 and sign up, and of course it's all free. Well, um, hopefully everybody is having a good, almost coming into the uh, <laughs> the Christmas season. I got some of my Christmas cards done, so that was fun. And um, I'll be back tomorrow at, uh, you know, at right 2.30, and uh, until then... Uh, Happy trading.